Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Stagecraft, Variety's theater podcast, bringing you behind the scenes with the stars and creators of the hottest shows on Broadway and beyond. I'm your host, Gordon Cox. On this episode of Stagecraft, I'm talking to Andy Carl, the Broadway favorite from roles including the UPS guy, who's the recipient of the Bend and Snap in Legally Blonde, the underdog boxer, who's the title character in Rocky, and most recently, the weatherman who repeats the same day over and over again in Groundhog Day. He's now back on Broadway in Pretty Woman, the new musical based on the 1990 romantic comedy. And he's in the studio with me to tell us all about it. Hey, Andy. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Gordon. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, how's your knee? You know, <laughs> you heard it about a year ago, and yeah. uh, it was a big deal. This um, is the number one question that happens at stage doors now. I have to imagine. Yeah. And, and what do you it, tell Actually, them? it's like any, anybody that, like, recognizes me between, you know, 42nd and 43rd Street between right. 7th and Broadway, right. which outside of there, no one recognizes me. Uh, I get the question, uh, how's the knee? And the knee's great. I had surgery in uh, Thanksgiving last year, so under a year of recovery, and okay. I'm dancing on the stages yeah. of Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should say for the listeners who maybe aren't aware of exactly what we're talking about uh, last year, which surprises me that it was only last year, but... Um, in Groundhog Day, uh, you were, it was the middle of a critic's performance, and uh, Andy hurt himself pretty bad, but uh, then went on. I saw, I saw you on opening night. So you oh, you were, saw opening night? You, you were, were in it. You yeah, I, was, had... I, was, I wrapped it up and came back out there because right. uh, the show must go on, uh, which, you know, big thing that, that was one line that stuck in my head a, a lot. And also, uh, Champions Adjust, which I now have tattooed on my arm, which oh. became, <laughs> became like a big mantra for Groundhog Day. Right. Uh, uh, it was... It started as something else. It was a because uh, our set broke, and we had to do uh, one of the performances. Just uh, we did it live in front of everybody, but we right. had no set. We just sat there and, and went through the material, and it, it people loved it. It was our I think it was our first preview. People we, loved it. It, yeah. they, it was like the it was and response was huge to that, and it, it really established that the material stands on its own. And, and Groundhog Day, you know, I truly believed in, and I, it was actually on as it is on television all the time. It was on last night, and uh, I had to turn it off. I got I got emotional yeah. um, because of the li- the injury, right. the champions just the material. It means so much to me, um, and. Uh, 
it was it was interesting. It's like now I can't watch the movie without getting a little mis- misty eyed. Yeah. And so, did the knee prevent you from doing anything on that? I feel, I feel like I cut you off on a, on a no, yes, about a story it, that's, about that. Uh, yeah, we were, I was heading there. It wasn't until the second to last day of shooting. I always find the perfect times to uh, re-injure myself. Sure. Where I was running and thinking I had all the confidence in the world, and then I t- took a nice turn in, in this building, and, and I re-injured my knee as I'm shooting one of the last you know two days of shooting. Luckily, the injury already happened, so it wasn't as severe as when it was in Groundhog Day where I couldn't walk. So I wrapped it up again, and I shot the last two days. And this movie had a lot of, like, four-page monologues, things like that. So uh, it was it was really interesting to, like, here I am again going through this esoteric idea of, like, finding who you are in this life and then having the injury and having to conquer over it again. And just like, okay, this is stupid. I should probably get it, you know, get surgery. Right. So I did directly after the movie. And so now, uh, can you do anything you would have done otherwise? Did it prevent you yeah, from doing Yeah, but I'm smarter. My brain yeah. is now adjusted to be like, why don't you not jump over that and, you know, try to land really cool and, you know, right. why, why not? Don't jump off that fence. Right. My brain is a little smarter now. So, But I, I do have, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, all, it's all better. I'm whole as a, a sense. Somebody, somebody died, gave me an ACL. Right. And right. now I have someone's, you know, some dead person's ACL in my leg, which I find very interesting as well. Yeah, there's no jumping off fences in Pretty Woman. There, there isn't. There's jumping off of benches and there's mm-hmm. dancing. And yep. I, I'm doing a lot of, like, you know, little things here and there, but I'm certainly not, uh, not you know, killing myself every right. night physically. I think uh, what matters most is, you know, making sure that, you know, the audience falls in love with the story. Right. Uh, speaking of Pretty Woman, which opened uh, just recently, congratulations. Thank you very uh, much. The show had a tryout in Chicago, but you were not in it. How I wasn't did, there. When did you get involved? I got involved in July, which was, you know, yeah. I started rehearsals very quickly. Um, uh, the There was, as shows do, it's been, they've had different Edwards and Vivians uh, in workshops and rehearsals and in Chicago, and now it's like it's... A, finally on Broadway it's sort of setting this and as it will go on to tours and to all that other stuff there will be more Vivian and Edwards uh, so yeah I'm I'm the I don't know maybe the fifth or sixth Edward that there was what did you think of the idea did you were you excited about it uh, I because my wife is playing Kit DeLuca in the show Orfe, right I was already a fan of the show so you'd yeah you'd I'd seen, seen it right I'd because, seen yeah. workshops I, I had you know seen the out-of-town run in Chicago uh, and I was like great honey this is amazing you're gonna have a great time enjoy your run i had never even sort of took it on as something that i would do i heard rumors back in maybe like a year ago that they were talking about you know they they wanted to have me come in for it or you know read with somebody and i just schedules didn't work out that way and i never you know put myself in that position um and then all of a sudden i get the call from jerry mitchell the director of pretty woman also and the director of Legally Blonde. Also the director. So we had known each other. We're friends. He, uh, that's that's kind of the thing that sold me because like when you know somebody like that who's got so many hits under his belt and also a, just a really good person and does good work, sort of asks you if I if I could come along or would I be interested? And and then all the things started lining up. Like oh, my wife is also in this show. Uh, Gary Marshall and I worked together years ago at the Falcon Theater, uh, his theater in Burbank. Um, On what? Happy Days. Oh. The musical. Yes. Yeah, I took over for Joey McIntyre, the uh, 
the, uh, in, as the font. New kids I'm on guessing. the block. Of yeah, sure. As the fonts. Yes. Yeah. As uh, as uh, I was the Fonz for a little bit, which, you know, it's so odd to look at the things that I've done and say I was the Fonz and or <laughs> Rocky and now Edward Lewis. Um, so that lined up. Uh, I knew the Marshall family. Uh, they had come and seen me in different shows over the years. Uh, Brian Adams, you know, not so shabby. Jim Valance writing these huge hits. And I was just... And also, I had just shot a pilot that didn't get picked up, and it was the day after I had not gotten picked up when Jerry called, and I was like, this is great. This is actually lining up to be the perfect thing. So uh, I was happy. I think the next step was just a matter of me going, what can I bring? And uh, I had this very unique perspective of seeing the show and knowing the show before I got in it, and therefore I could make a lot of very great, uh, good, uh, you know, judgment calls on what this character needed in order to tell the story. What did the character need in order to tell the story? Well, I, you needed it. You needed them to fall in love at the end. It's the biggest part of the show for me. It's it's it was the culmination of like, well, how do you get to that journey of them falling in love? And you see, and that and that takes chemistry. It takes a huge amount of chemistry, which I thought uh, Richard Gere and, uh, and and Julia Roberts had in the movie, which is paramount to the film. I thought it, it makes the film, you know, fifty percent of what it is. Great writing and how it all lands and the story being what it is. If they don't have chemistry, you don't care. And I just wanted to make sure that Samantha Barks, who plays Vivian, and I got along really well and could joke and could have a good time because there's going to be those moments on stage where we need the audience needs to believe that we actually like like each other and want to fall in love and and also big big gestures of love. I, there's a moment at the end of the show that. It's really like the breakdown of Edward Lewis and let's let's go of all the things that are holding on that he's holding on to in his life or holding back from and giving her this giant gesture that the audience can enjoy and also that I enjoy very much. Um, and there's little pinpoints throughout the film, throughout the uh, musical that I wanted to make sure the audience sees in order to, to earn the end, which is beautiful. What surprised you about the musical's take on the story uh, and what do you think surprises audiences about it that feels because it is in many ways very faithful to the film yeah it's very very faithful to the film and I think there's it's I don't think you can get around that I think this this particular musical needs all the elements needs the dress it needs the necklace it needs uh, certain lines and doing shows like Groundhog Day and Rocky I know there's certain things that you need throughout the piece to remind people of how much they love it. So you're working on a part of the brain that's nostalgic. Um, what I believe this show provides more of, and I think it's kind of elemental to what makes it great now in the like you know, hashtag Me Too moments of you know women empowerment and also not and making sure that that it's never. Uh, the woman is never sort of out of control. It is in her control. And I think what this musical does is provides the lead woman character and also the second lead woman character, right. played by my wife, right. uh, a sense of... Who plays Vivian's best friend. Exactly. They discover and honor their dream and their independence and their ability to live this life in a way that they don't have to be sort of shackled down with the choices that they made they can make the change for themselves and become stronger and it's never the man that they need to make that change it's that's love is the big thing that makes them end up together but 
she doesn't need him. She needs to. She can save him right back, which she says at the end of the show. And I think it, this musical and with Brian Adams' music really hones in on that. And I love that about this show. Uh, this is Brian Adams, of course, of Everything I Do, I Do It For You and Summer of 69. Uh, did his music, did you know his music? And Did I know his music? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I I was there in the 90s and, and 80s and uh, and I I heard his music a lot around the pool when I was, you know, swimming with my friends back in Baltimore. Uh, and I probably, i sure I was at my prom i'm pretty sure i can't remember what songs were there but i'm sure that was part that was part of the playlist um so that i think that was probably the most scary thing for me is like here's this guy who's got 15 grammys and you know endless gold and platinum records and still producing and touring and knows how to write songs that grab um the world which is astounding i love it um and being able to and he's got a certain style and you can hear his his sort of voice throughout the show and in this music and he's great at sort of like power love ballads which is great for pretty woman sure it really it really fits so uh he and uh jim balance just i think wrote a tremendous score that i love and there's and i could go on and on because when I saw the out of town runs in the workshop, there was a song that was in that's called Freedom, which I sing in the show. But they had cut it in Chicago, and I was like, "Wait a minute, why did they cut that song?" It was probably the most important song for Edward, and for me, it's basically an I want number, yeah, right? And yeah. it's it's it, it's also a discovery of he's changing, and he believes he can change, but how far will it go? And I thought it was so perfect for you know Edward as a as a character, and. There's nothing more powerful to me, I don't know, than seeing, you know, a man at a piano having a feeling by himself in his own world. Which do you play piano? I do play piano. Yeah. Which are you, you know, playing piano on the stage? Not a. I, of course I am. I didn't. It's <laughs> just curious. <laughs> Always. I, yeah. I I also drank raw eggs every night. That's as what Rocky. I figured. That's um, what I figured. I'm also a newscaster. Um, <laughs> uh, I do play piano though, uh, but that's just being part of it it's like I know the feeling of that I know how to emotionally sort of let myself into a piano into the music it's you know this is what I do for a living but it's also very powerful for every anyone who has that so I think that was the biggest thing for me is is uh, being able to prove myself to Brian and Jim on this type of music which is is pop rock which is and it's it's and it sounds very much like their their voice and it's also something that's in my lexicon in the back of my head of like don't screw this up because this is a generation your generation you know <laughs> listening to this right um and so when that song freedom ha- had been cut it i was like i was upset just as a as an audience member but also like when i was offered the job I was like i need to talk to them about this song this is actually going to be his moment which I th- and it's and it's not it's not like this huge big song it's just about discovery of emotions and so I um I was talking to Jim Balance about the lyrics and I'm like me like little old me telling a guy who's got all you know you know platinum records under his arm I was like can the beginning of the song needs to be this it, it needs to be a discovery of what he's feeling in this moment because this is how he's going to his journey is going to start here to get to the end of the show and you know maybe 15 minutes of chatting with him 
and I'm, I took a deep breath afterwards. And then he came back with this great beginning new lyric the next day, and I was like, "Wow, wow! I, I just collaborated with you know some of the biggest you know icons of our time as far as music goes." Uh, you've mentioned, you've alluded to this that you and movies, you and musicals based on movies are very familiar with each other. Um, yes. Uh, what? How do you? What's your relationship to films once you? get on board one of these projects like are you uh oh i'm never going to look at that movie while i'm working on this like how do what's how do you think about i mean in so many cases these iconic performances and how you how, how your performance is in conversation with them i know it's sort of like the job comes up and then you're like how did i have to see this movie i have to see what the heck it's like you know what what everybody's writing at right and you also understand that different writers will approach it in different ways and you sort of have to like put yourself in the tone of whoever's writing this the script for the musical. Um, I've been fortunate enough in you know Pretty Woman and, and also Rock, uh, not Rocky. I'm sorry, Groundhog Day to have the writer from the movie be a part of it, right. and that 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 cuts both ways as well. It's like how much of their own material are they going to cut or change? How much are they going to build on? What are they going to add to the show? Um, so there's that sensitive little play about how that's going to work out but you know it's sort of out of my hands as far as you know what they want in 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 the show um luckily i was able to talk to jf lawton who wrote pretty woman about edward and like what can we establish that happens in four scenes and put it in one and and how we do how can we make that work um i think that's the big thing is like go right back to the text see what's going on all the movie images are flashing through my head as I'm watching it but then you have to really consider putting it in your own you know how how you respond to this as an actor how do I respond to being this jerk or being you know being a, a, a mogul or being uh, someone who has to fall in love it has to become it has to be emotionally gratifying for yourself in order to play it because if you're just going to play it exactly like they did the movie it's it's not going to generate any feelings from the audience they're going to be like oh that's that's very nice he said the lines so if i can give it a little bit more weight of who i am or how i respond to the material on top of what i know is nostalgia then it become it can become much more powerful and it can become a, a development of like we see something through that actor that we didn't see through the actor in the film but isn't that a great isn't that great for the audience to see like oh this is what he meant or does it mean more to him on stage than it does to the film actor it's it's really interesting to watch you mentioned you're in the show with your wife but although you stand next to each other in the curtain call are you ever on stage together never. other than that you're not never. right never yeah barely backstage as well when she's okay. on stage you're backstage. i'm off stage yeah. when i'm on she's off uh we literally i think the closest we have in the show is She's sitting on a bench that's coming out, and I'm going. I'm on a bed with some other woman going off. So <laughs> it's uh, that's we we pass you know like ships through the night right. in, in the show. But and you guys uh, have worked together before. You worked together yeah. in Legally Blonde, and you met on Saturday Night Fever. Met is that on right? Saturday Night Fever, yep. yeah. Right. Uh, and do you enjoy working together? That, I mean, it's like paid vacation. It's just right. it's so much easier to get the schedules done. That's really it. It's oh, like we have our right. lives together. Like we went to the vet this morning. So that's, <laughs> that was our big like cool thing. We were on a boat. So it was amazing. If you were to dreamcast the two of you as the leads of a romantic comedy musical, God. real or imagined, based mm. on a film or not, 
uh, what would it be? Well, there was, I mean, Annie Get Your Gun is, you know, seems right because, mm-hmm. you know, she's, I mean, like Ethel Merman played Annie originally, she's, and Orpheus got the, you had the chops, like the big rock chops. She's not an Ethel yep. Merman-like style huge right. Roberto Singer, but she's a big personality and she's got a huge voice. Right. And, you know, Frank Butler, I I actually played that in at an encore, so I was like, this is actually a oh, show yeah. that would be yeah. kind of nice. Right. Uh, other than that, I was like, there's uh, Bedazzled, the movie. I don't know if you ever saw that with Brendan Fraser. And, uh, is it, it where she plays... Is he the devil? The, is she the she's devil? She's the devil. Okay. Yeah, and... I would love to play that because he plays a whole bunch of different characters. They both like play off of each other and have a whole bunch of different characters. And- Has it gotten to the point where you watch movies and think, "Oh, this would be a good, mu- good great, musical." Great that I- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean that's that's the one that sticks out, and, and she loves Satan. I mean, that's just- <laughs> she talks about Satan all the time. Right? She's not right. a worshiper or anything. Yeah. She's like, "Thinks it's pretty cool." So I was like, "Great, that'd be a good." One. Do you and your wife have a policy about reviews? Actors are always different about reviews. And how I, they you know, I've never really made a policy of, of reviews. I, I kind of like... But it's an interesting thing. Okay, so Groundhog Day, I, I've i never read reviews. London and, and New York, I've never read such glowing reviews before, especially about myself. And, and I was like... Like, I wasn't walking around with a chip on my shoulder or anything, but, like, I put in the work to make this, you know, this this thing work. And I knew the show was really great. And, and just five stars all the way across. Olivier Ward. This is, this is amazing. And then when we get to New York, and there's great reviews here, and it, and it and we just couldn't get audiences to come see it. And it, it blew my mind. It made me very sad. But it's, like, uh, it's really interesting. Uh, Pretty Woman has gotten reviews that are really good or they're not so good it's yeah. it's a little all over all over the place um based on the fact that like we do a lot of nostalgia for the movie which i think is a huge plus for this show i think if you strip away if you don't have the red dress and if you don't have the tuxes and if you don't do the opera scene and all that kind of stuff which you know i think are getting critically looked at or they're being hailed it's it's very strange right. it's very up and down with the show and we're doing very well because the title's so big. So reviews to me have lessened in value from, you know, a year ago to now. It's like, what do they really mean? They're just... In terms of how a show's going to do. Yeah. In terms okay. of how a show's going to do or how it's received and, and what the audience is going to grab. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm a little bitter about it, but it's like really, it's really interesting. I'm almost like it's like a test in my head of like, okay, so this is what reviews mean or how they'll take a show. No, it doesn't really have any effect on it. It's a matter of like how people respond to the show and pretty woman. They, people love this musical a lot. There's the audiences are having a great time and I'm having a great time in it too. So it's kind of like, I was like, let's, I don't even care. Like, let's just open the show. It's going to be fine because there's a lot of love happening and people are responding to it and telling their friends. And that's going to be the word of mouth is going to be huge for the show. And so you're in this, you're in Pretty Woman for the foreseeable future. Um, and you mentioned the film that uh, you will go back and record some. Yeah, far away. Film eyes. some scenes for just, it. Yeah. Do you, is there a timeline for when that'll be released or how they want to do I, it? I have no idea. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I guess movies take about a year to get. 
you know, edited and cut and sure. put, put put back in and it's do gotta find some distribution re- and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And it's an indie film, so I don't even know how long we're talking. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. It was just a great idea uh, as far as being written, uh, and I'm looking forward to it coming out. Um, so anything I can do to push that faraway eyes, it's going to be a great film. And and what else is on your plate that we should know about? Anything? Uh, anything coming up? No, it, it was, that was the cool thing. Was, that's kind of how I took the job. I was like, yeah. was, uh, <laughs> I had shot this film, right. and then I shot a pilot. It was like it, things were just like boom, boom, boom. And then this, the, then uh, Jerry offered this job, and I was like, oh, well, let's, let's do this. Let's just try it. I sort of have the value, or the the luck, I should say, of things coming to me. Um, as far as this goes, who knows what's going to happen after Pretty Woman. We'll see what happens. I just know I wanted to play... I wanted to play a mogul. I wanted to be a. Is that it? I wanted to play a billionaire, like the, one of the, the the leading man romantic billionaire lead, which is something I hadn't done before. I sort of it's something that also scares me a little. Like I, you, I, I think of like romantic male leads. I don't gravitate to normally because I, I just it's something I see myself as more like the featured comedian, or you know, or we need like you know. Like Rocky's Rocky, blue collar, I was going to say Rocky, collar, yeah. like you know. So I think I just needed to make make a decision to to play a true romantic lead, and I'm having this amazing time with it because I'm discovering the fact that like there's so much lying underneath this character that that I'm, I'm really enjoying, and I'm enjoying being able to break him of his Edward Lewis rich guy rules at the end. That was Andy Carl, now starring in Pretty Woman at Broadway's Nederlander Theater. If you like what you've heard on this and other episodes of Stagecraft, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe wherever finer podcasts are dispensed. On the next episode of Stagecraft, I talk to playwright Teresa Rebeck and actor Janet McTeer about their new Broadway comedy, steeped in theater history, Bernhard Hamlet. Until then, see you at the theater. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.